is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Right, welcome everybody to, did we make 80? 80. 80, yep. number 80 of the Schaefer <laughs> Baseball Report. And appreciate everybody listening. And uh, here with John, former Chief Tubia, now Easy Cheese Ennis, and Andrew One Tool Zyke. And um, close to... Uh, Close to pitches and catches reporting, John. Right around the corner. Yeah. Did you ever go into camp in bad shape? No. I was never, never good enough to go into bad shape. No kidding. You know? He's still not in bad shape. Yeah. He's Looking not? Oh, he's no. a Peloton yeah. guy, man. Dude, He's I'll tell you what. It was awesome <laughs> yesterday. So right before right before the – I don't know if it was technically a tornado or, but if it, or if it was just really, really severe winds that came through right at noon. I was finishing my ride. And I rolled down the and I pulled the top window down and that wind was going through my hair at like seventy miles an hour, Dude, man. I was I felt like, like you I was flying down right? the highway. <laughs> uh, I got I I need a video of John on the Peloton. Don't oh, you? I mean, wouldn't that just be good? It's got to look miserable. I got I got pictures. Sweaty. I got pictures of him on a on a mechanical bull or a mechanical burrow. It was not mechanical. It was what actually is, just a pull along. It was just a pull along. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got pictures of him in like a Shrek helmet. I got uh, I got my favorite pictures of him in his John Elway jersey. Yeah, that's freaking sexy. And then, and then I got him in the uh, you know the shirt that has the uh, the printed um, the tuxedo. tuxedo oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I need I need some Peloton video. Uh, it's a and, mi- it's got to look miserable. I mean, yeah. I sit there just. I mean, I'm I'm. It's it's. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And then you know you're you're competitive when you get on those things, and there's a leaderboard over on the one side. So you sit there and you're like, try not to let these people that are like, you know, female seventies from Oregon pass you. You know, it's like, oh no, I gotta go. Oh, really? Like, you're competing against? Yeah. There's people real time that are you're you're going against, and it's like I didn't want to lose to this person. That's I don't know if I could compete on on, on the Peloton. Well, you you know, like think, so, what do you do? Like you call people up and go, Ooh, "I blew this person away today." Ah oh, man! <laughs> when you're done, when you're done, you just you know how do you, when you're competitive, you, know, you, you walk to the bathroom stop. in pride. Yeah, go get a you cheeseburger. Roll off, you lay on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got a Facebook group chat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, John dude. says, "Take that, Cheryl." Says, oh, John, you were so good today, man. Yeah. You were like, you were flying. And then you tell everybody, "Oh my God!" You open the open the window and the wind blows through your hair. Uh, and you should do your own Peloton video outside. Of, like you got your instructor, but you're the instructor. Do it like it's like the the redneck Peloton. Yeah, something, something like that. that. You know, or the Mingo Aiello of the Peloton. Yeah, man. You know, I, mean, I told yeah. my brother a couple of weeks ago. I, I I told him I was going to hire a, a a kid to pull me on a rickshaw so I could ride my Peloton <laughs> down, outside down the, bike, <laughs> down the road back and forth. <laughs> so so much for being in shape when you go to spring training. So did you ride bike? Did you ride the bike, or did you just run? When uh, I always ran, I was always yeah. I always ran distances and stuff like that. And I they pulled away a lot from the distance running nowadays, um, for, for more of the quick twitch stuff, uh, a lot yeah. more sprint work and explosive training. But uh, I was always a runner. You know, part I, part of it was just to make sure I kept my weight in the right areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, in your ass. Oh, yeah, I need to look about it. You <laughs> saw the, the in the right areas. <laughs> you saw the Elway jersey. Worked hard. Worked hard. <laughs> but uh, I got that one morning. I'm like, I think I was eating like my oatmeal or something like that. I was like, what, what? the frick is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. But so, so spring training. With these guys, pitchers and catches going in. I, when I was down in my comeback at the fantasy camp, right? They have uh, they had a uh, what they call a gas camp, and I think all the all those 
teams have it now. They bring in all these arms early. So these guys have been down there since December preparing for spring training. A lot of like the prospect type The prospect type and guys, and then obviously there's the rehab guys that stayed in the area. But um, but they, you know, they, they go through the whole, you know, like we've done with Tread or with P5 and stuff like that. It's just, it's constant. But mm-hmm. it's amazing to look at these guys, you know, now i mean how bigger and stronger and you know how they just physically they're different they're animals i mean they're, they're big strong dudes yeah the every year <clears throat> it seems like they get bigger and bigger and bigger across the board yeah. you know what i'll say this the, the, like the pitchers especially keep getting bigger and bigger it mm-hmm. seems like the position players though i mean it's pretty status quo six one you know six foot six one right six two that's kind of the the normal because you get you know you get start getting too big and it's it's yeah, much harder to hit. Yeah, when you're playing that high off the ground, especially if you're an infielder, it's it's no good or a catcher. Outfielders, yes, you can. And you can get a little lo- longer yeah, in the can, outfield. You get longer in the outfield, but I mean, our, our spring trainings. My first year that I went in with the Orioles. So my first spring training was 1982, and I, I, I've gone through all the stuff that I have at the house, and they're showing this. They send you all this workout stuff that you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to do three sets of ten and two. You know, I mean, it was the standard. You know, you know, go ahead and, and do this. But when we got, the, we had to run the six-minute mile. That was it. We weren't, you know, we didn't go in any shape. But now these guys, they've shortened spring training because it used to be t- almost two months for us, right? Even for the minor leaguers, we went in, and they were pretty. It was pretty long when I went in. Maybe not when you when when you were. But now these guys, you know, they come in and they're ready to go. They're almost baseball ready within, you know, a week. They're playing. Pitches, catches get in, and then position guys report. The week after that, and then within days, they're playing. They're playing spring training. Well, games. Yeah, I mean, they're coming in shape now. Yeah, you know, it used to ready. be where we had to come in and and we had to get our you know you know not us but right. you know it used to be where guys would round into shape as they got there. Yeah. Not anymore, man. They're you know, like you said, those guys are. They down never there come in out of shape. They never come out of shape. They yeah. train all through the season and they take they're a month different. off in November, and then after that, it's just pounding it again, right after it. To a degree, I was fortunate because. I was told to go home and gain weight because I would lose weight during the season. I'd come in as you know as, as as much as I could put on and be comfortable as as you know as a player, and then but you know start to hit you know end of July and August and September, and you're just like you know and you're and you're in the Texas league and it's 110 degrees every time you step on the field. You just you're baking and burning, and I wasn't a big eater anyway, or I didn't like the fatty foods. You know, or the foods that kept. I mean, we didn't have milkshakes. We didn't have train. You know, you you, you know, you walked in with a bag of Peanut McDonald's or something, man. or whatever you got on the way to the, the way to the field. We didn't. You know, the science is completely different because we didn't even realize how to fuel our bodies. You know, we just thought, okay, I'm hungry. You eat, mm-hmm. and then if you're not full, you're good to go. Some of that, some of that was, you know, that that was starting to be around when I was playing. I mean, you started, you know, you started seeing more guys with the protein, and, nutrition, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, the nutrition. Yeah, <clears throat> guys paying more attention to nutrition and stuff like that. But it's a, it, that was still an individual decision. You know, now it's. I mean, the organization right. has taken the bull by the horns. They got yeah. these. You know, they got investments in these guys, and they're going to take care of them from top to bottom. So they're taking a lot better care of from that aspect than than we were. We were just show up, but with that came a little more freedom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You eat what you like, but uh, when even at so when I was at the camp that the the fantasy camp, they have a a big league training room and they have a minor league training room. I mean, it's in the same building, right? The, the the lockers and everything like that, but you have your big league 
locker room and then you have your minor league locker room they have a whole different thing but they have chefs i mean we, we i mean they literally had chefs everything was you know from salads to broccoli to you know all the all the stuff that you should be eating and then you know you, you might have had a dessert like a cookie or something like that but it was uh it, it, it's pretty impressive and even the kids now you know i you know i had zach with uh, with chip sigmund here training you know because if you don't do that and you step into a college environment and that's what it is you know the 6 a.m training table the 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 seven o'clock in the gym you know you better be prepared for that that lifestyle otherwise that's that's a serious adjustment and you're catching up to everybody that's been doing it for years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know zach has been over there with chip but you know he's doing chip and the season's underway now so i had to go sign him up at planet fatness last night so he's got a place to go and work out but maybe i'll just get him on the john ennis peloton bike, man. peloton <laughs> Yeah, lower body day. Yeah. Don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. Now, you had the guys, they'll buff guys with chicken legs, man. They're always the funniest. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's the science, is, the science is different. I mean, my boys are doing protein shakes. Dylan's working out with the football team. Even though he's playing baseball, he's, you know, he's lifting with the, the guys in the football team. So, I mean, their bodies are so different than, you know. I mean, I stand by the refrigerator, you know, and I they block the whole refrigerator. You know, it's different. Now, let 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 let's uh, let's brag on Grady's grades a little bit, though, man. That's that's pretty cool. No, it's Hayes. Oh, it's Hayes. It's Hayes. It's not Grady. No, great Hayes. So he like he took that. Iowa so Hayes, he's got all the athleticism. The, the uh, yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. It's from the NSS. Um, it's, we're on the radio, by the way. Nobody can uh, nobody can see you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but he did really well on those tests, and then uh, and then he rocked the eighteen on the on the on the art. And I was like, oh boy, holy cow, that's a uh, that's pretty that's pretty hard to do. But yeah, he did. They both did really well on their grades. Um, Grady got he got a ninety three in like behavior. <laughs> Grady did. Grady's yeah, like the yeah. good kid in class. Yeah, he got yeah. like ninety three, and then he yeah. got like I mean everything else was ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven. Yeah. So he's he, they're doing well, man. They they like school too. It's so weird. It's so weird. I mean, I. I did. I didn't like going to school. You know, it's yeah. not that I struggled yeah. in school or anything. I just I did not want to go to school right. at all. And I mean, these guys can't. There's something that they want to go to at school every day. Yeah, they like cool. enjoy Good. it. Good. Weird. Something's wrong with them. Well, something's got to be. Listen, wrong. to be left-handed and not have any creativeness to you. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a lefty lefty, and usually they're the, like the artsy kind of, and he's he's math and science. He's math and science, man. That's math it. and science, and no like no creativity. Know, can't, can't stay inside the lines. No, I'll, no. I'll tell you what. He he has really good penmanship. When he was in TK, or when they, they were talking about him going to TK yeah. several years back, which you know this wasn't even an option when we were right. younger. You just started as soon right. as you could. Um, they were talking. One of the things that they pointed out as a as a potential reason for him to stay back a year was that his penmanship was terrible. And I was like, what, what hand do you have him writing with? And they're like, well, we're having him write right-handed. I was oh, like, you know he's left-handed across the board, right? <laughs> it's like the guy that's going to do surgery on somebody's leg and did, did the wrong leg. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny. But he's a player, man. They're both. Uh, listen, I'm impressed with Grady, too. His, his arm is... He's gonna be. He's gonna throw hard. He he, th he throws hard. He's gonna he, be a big donkey and just reach back and go. He listens. He listens, yeah. man. Like um, yeah. sometimes you know he'll roll his eyes at me like every dad right. that's, that's working with sure. their kid. But you know some of the stuff that we talked about in the fall, as far as like bringing the ball to his body as he fielded it yeah. and funneling, and then you know using his lower half right. and driving. 
like you see him doing that and he's he really has like grasped it yeah. you know and he, there's some players on his team that are smoother fielders and they move right. better and stuff but you know the, they'll make a dumb mistake because they're not as yeah. technical they're, he's really anal about That's like funny. I have to do it That's this funny. way the Ennis boys can't stay on their feet on the field apparently <laughs> Like everything that happens, even if it's another play, they fall down. Oh, everything's a Yeah, they sit there and they like don't take a step and they watch it and then they end up like, on the ground. I'm falling down. I'm I'm showing people on the radio. What uh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, you're t- on the radio. Like, Hayes takes a swing and he's on the ground. Like they're always on the ground. That's so funny. That's so funny. So a lot of things going on, Andrew, up at uh, at Tuckasegee Dreamfields. Mm-hmm. Queen starts what next week? The twelfth is nice. their home is a home game. Yep. It's it is it has been a bear to. Uh, to be involved with. I mean, we have good people out there. You know, we have good people in the organization. Daspin's all over everything. Al Daspin, that's, you know, he's done grant writing. He's painting the dugouts. He's, you know, he's almost GC in the GC. It's, you know, it, and he's he's an extremely aggressive anal guy. So it's, you know, he's on everybody all the time. Detail-oriented. He is. Well, he's just, he, he's a get-it-done guy. You know what I mean? I mean, you get those guys that say, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll do it. You know, and if he says he's going to do it, it, it's going to get done, and and if he needs to drag you along with him to get it done, you're coming, you're you're, you're coming. But so the backstop went up this week. All the field screens up. We did the. Um, I'm like I'm bumming right now with this wind. We got 40 plus mile an hour winds going on here. So I, I got Ash um, to sell us a couple poles to build the batter's eye. I worked, man. I worked so hard. I'm knitting the thing together. You know, that took like six hours to get a double, double edge. And we put sacred in. And I got poles maybe a little bit bigger than this. Right? <laughs> and I, the next day I, I, I go by and the wind must have caught it and it started to bend the poles. Oh. So, so now I'm like, I'm even afraid to go. I'm hoping the wind blew the other way and bent them back straight <laughs> up. <laughs> so it depends on what you get up or, up or down. But um you know, that's done. Eddie's put the warning track down. The backstop's up. You know, there's still a lot of mud. Score, scoreboards are going. Scoreboards up. going. The scoreboard is Huge. massive, man. It's like it high is, points. It's, it's massive. Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's exciting. So there's going to be like, you know, we've had the we had a celebrity softball tournament out there, which was a lot of fun mm-hmm. with those guys. And um, and we had, you know, we had the groundbreaking. But this is the real first baseball that's going to be played on uh on the field, sanctioned so, baseball games. and softball, but it's amazing week. how fast this has all happened. You know, I yeah. mean, we you know we walk in here and the renderings there, and I walk out my office door and you know, oh, yeah, we're building these fields, we're building these oh, fields. Sure, yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Someday, <laughs> and now it's someday. like they're, they're built. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 time, and it's uh, you know, there's just and dealing with inspectors and things like that. I mean, it's we took over a field that was grandfathered in for since 1952. And it was run over, you know, you could have, like, cut the grass and put guys out there. But it would, it would have been, like, play, literally playing in a pasture. That's what it would have been like. Mm-hmm. And so now you go ahead and you think, okay, we're going to buy this land, buy this house, knock it down. We're going to do this great thing. We're going to fix up all these fields and do it. The government is up your all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the littlest thing, like, we put a little garage door on the front of the, uh, the dugout on the first base side so we can store everything in there. Oh, no, it didn't meet code. You know, you got a little opening up here. You got to close. I can't. I can't approve this. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, and like, you, yeah, you went through fifteen potholes on your way in. exactly down the road. You're like, that's what you're worried about. And yeah, you can't even drive down this road right now. No, Where right. So, yeah, our infrastructure sucks. But you know, he's going to worry about a little hole in a garage. That you know. <laughs> so, but you know, we're getting through it, and and this, you know, the scoreboard, and now that you know, the bleachers had to be accessible and. I mean, all these things that you don't think about that are, you know, that's politically correct or, you know, or within government code now. 
it's it, and it's not something that you can pick up the phone and go, hey, we need you know we need the the concrete laid behind the home backstop, you know, so we can put the bleaches out. Oh, oh no, you can't do that until you get this permit and that permit. And this guy comes out and sees it, and then all of a sudden you're two or three weeks down the road. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be done September 23rd. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. The the field part was the easy part. The field part was great. Eddie did his stuff and he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he'll be out there taking care. Of it. But Queen Softball is going to come over, and then once their season's done, you've been working on it. Um, we have our tournaments. We'll start to run our tournaments out there. So we'll do some some. Some best. of those will start even kind of in season, just when in they're season. out of there. Yeah. Yep. So we got the the nine news kick off the first one. They'll be out there March fourteenth yep. and fifteenth, and then the following weekend the tens are going to be out there, and that will be combined with the uh, NTIS. Yeah. Uh, it'll be an identification, mm-hmm. a round one identification tournament. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. uh, so just small little kind of boutique tournaments, smaller yep. events. Uh, everything's on site. Brand new field. Oh yeah. It should be. It should be a good deal. We just put the batting cage up. We just put the batting cage up right next to it. That was, again, another thing that's not cheap. You had, a, you had a permit to put a batting cage up. We had to dig holes five feet deep, three foot wide. Five foot deep, three foot wide to concrete the poles. Do, okay. By, Do, by, I have been in a lot of batting cages yeah. and a lot of ballparks. Yeah. Did they tell you anything about how far they the, the cage had to hang from the poles or anything like that? No. 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 So none of the stuff that actually matters. Right. Exactly. Good point. Because <laughs> I've gone into hundreds of batting cages, and 90% of them, the poles are against the net. Yeah. Too, so there's deflections dangerous. inside yeah. these things. And you're yeah. like, you're worried about that thing being five feet? And yeah. Let there's, there's poles. Well, that's going to die yeah. in here. And you, in their mind, that's their liability. And then putting the, putting the scoreboard up, the size of the steel beams. Oh, my gosh. Those things are just... Oh, they're we, we, we could, we could, no, they're John, like, they're, they're like, like this. this. They're like really? yeah. full width. I mean, that, that scoreboard's massive. It, it, it's, and it's not even digital. Huge. It's basically it, it huge. It's basically just, you know, a, you know, your scoreboard with your, your innings and, your, you know, everything that we've seen forever. There's no digital to it, but it's $100,000 scoreboard. Jeez. Yeah, and then we have you know the scoreboards going up on the softball field. You could just creates... get some kid to flip to flip. Things. I know we should have done an old Fenway <laughs> type like of thing, like, you know, or like the old scoreboard. <laughs> you know, some homeless guy like, come on, man, you, you can sleep in here and you can, <laughs> but you got to keep score. You definitely have to keep score. But we have you know so different things that we have going on this year. We have USA baseball going on out there. We have identifier events. We have best in class. We'll have some free events. We'll, we'll uh, that will you know kind of incorporate the community and other people around to, uh, you know, just to, you know, to, to stay on par with everything that we really want to do, and that's create opportunity. Um, we're going to do an HBCU showcase, which is historically black college, university um, uh, event, and, you know, that'll be partially sponsored by Major League Baseball. Nice. And then, we're, you know, we're looking to create, like, uh, you know, maybe a free all-star game or something like that for, you know, Kids in the area, depending on you know the ages, we could run three All Star games at one time. You know when we get that third field completed, and um, so there's you know there's so much getting ready to go on. This year is going to be like a feel through kind of like you said, more boutique type stuff than uh, than blowing something up. But um, and then we'll start to incorporate some of the outside organizations that that want to lease the fields and you know create. I got the Royals, the <clears throat> Carolina Royals. Be out there some this year doing yeah. some of their home games out there. No, that's a, that's a good you know transition. I mean, high school tryouts and everything have gone on mm-hmm. right now. Um, I, I know they've gone on in South Carolina. Are they going on in North Carolina? They are the 11th and 12th. I think is the official days. <clears throat> okay, so South Carolina is underway. South Carolina has actually made cuts, and uh, they they're preparing to uh, to start their their 
you know, the team practices. It's a, it's fun, and it's also for for a couple guys, it's not fun. Listen, it was it's, it's, it's a rough it, week. It, it, it regardless rough of what you, regardless of what you think, you know, I mean, listen for me, I, like I can, I think I can relate, and you can probably relate too, John. Is that you know, every every spring training we went into, there was no. You might have been you were a higher draft pick, or whatever, early on in your career, but there was never anything that was automatic for me. You know, so every time I went into spring training, it was a tryout, and I felt like every time I took the field. It was a tryout. And I know when I was in the big leagues, every single day was a tryout. Because you have, you better do something that day or not do something wrong to get you. Because it was an easy decision. Yeah. You know? So, from, for, you know, in my household, regardless of, you know, of, you know, if they're good players or not good players, it's every parent stresses over the tryout. The parents, the parents worry. I, yeah. I, I swear the parents worry more about it than the kids. So, you know. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time, but you know, it, it you know we had we had a good you know a good day in our house. Both kids made you know made their their high school respective JV and varsity teams. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun to play. But um, you know, I I, I just I, you know we have a family that comes in here all the time that you know has been coming in here since since uh, we opened the door since we opened the door and they and they never make a high school team, but. You know, they ended up, you know, playing with the Royals and their great family, and he was actually pretty productive for you. But yeah. just every year they keep going back at it. I give that kid and that family so much credit. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like knock down, I don't care, knock down, I don't care. It has to be five or six times the kid's been cut, and he keeps going back at it. Yeah, and uh, good for him, man. Yeah, and he's and he's turning into a decent player, <laughs> he's man. Turned, he's turning into a productive player at that level, he's right? Staying I mean, at it, he's staying yeah. at it. You know, there's not a ton of athleticism. He's got a little size. Yeah. You know, he understands what he's trying to do. You know, it's not pretty how he gets it done, but he's, yeah. he he gets it done. You know, it, it, the I think the coolest part of that whole thing is that him and his dad spend all that time together. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we've you know we've we've you know you watch it and you you know you. It's yeah. evolved too. It has gotten so much better what they actually <laughs> work on. Rough in the beginning, in the beginning, yeah. some of the stuff they were working on was so it was so odd. Yeah, and then you know they start watching and, and like yeah. they were they were That's into it. They, they wanted to get better. They watched yeah. they watched what was going on around them. They they picked up some things. Yeah. you know they they watched. They some never videos. took lessons, but they always had a membership. And you know what? Smarter than most because they just he watched. Yeah, he watched, and then he you know he and and, and they've picked some things up along the way. They've joined you know he was in the joined the carving station with yep. us this year and. Yeah. Um, had some things that we, you know, we, we spotlighted that he needed to really bear yeah. down on, and he's in here working on them. Yeah, you know, he's not taking the time. He's he's in here doing his drill work, and uh, it's 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 a it's a good story, regardless of where it ends Look, up. That's here. The, they, he loves the game. The dad loves the game. It's you know, I mean, it's and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, where this thing ends up, who knows if it even goes beyond high school or whatever, but. It's a good run, while it's, it's, it's a good run. For you know now, what? You know? It's, it's it's a great father son run. You know that's when we were when we were in when I again I bring back my comeback. You know. <laughs> but when I was there, we had at the end of the, at the end of camp, we were allowed to give our jerseys away, right? So you had to pick somebody in camp. You got fifty people in there. You know, you kind of like you, so you start to kind of vet it. You know, you're laying around, you're thinking, you know, who des- who deserves not my jersey, but you know, but who do you want to give your jersey to? Like, what does it mean? So one day I came out of the clubhouse and one of the campers there, he's in his 40s, um, was out there playing with his dad that had to be in his 70s, was playing catch. Now his dad's not in the camp, 
you know, his dad was there to watch his 40-year-old. I mean, so they, they've had this whole father-son watching, and they're playing catch. And I'm thinking, like, this is this is almost like Field of Dreams type of stuff, right? And it, it was pretty cool. So when it came time to give the jersey away, like, that played on me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is what it's about, you know? I mean, realistically, I, when, when the boys were born... You know, you almost you look at your sons and you go, man, I can't wait to play catch with them. Yeah, I mean, does that not? Did you not have that thought? Yeah, I think I think you know every ball player when yeah. they have a kid, it's like you know in any sport, you know, yeah. I can't wait to do that with them, man. Yeah, I hope they I hope they have as much fun doing it as I did. You know, yeah, I hope they can appreciate it. And knock on wood, so far so good with us. I may still have like twenty years till I have a kid. <clears throat> you gotta find. You gotta find. Are you adopting? Never mind. <laughs> Read between the lines. <laughs> Is it time that we have the talk with Andrew? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew, the birds when, and the birds. No, a, Andrew, when a, daddy, a <laughs> when a daddy loves a mommy. <laughs> very, very much. There's a stork. There's a stork, right? Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, so we got uh, so the Royals, we've got yep. the uh, the rosters are, 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 they're not cemented right now. They're, yeah. uh, we, we, we go to about 80% capacity off of our uh, January tryout for the high school teams. And, and then as the, the tryouts in uh, North and South Carolina kind of uh, phase through, um, you know, we look to fill a couple positions. So there should have a couple guys, you know, looking for places to play that, uh, you know, 10th graders that, you know, are on yeah. the fringe or maybe an 11th grader that uh, just still wants to play, you know. So that's what the Royals are there for, you know. Is the to, middle school fill? Is, is that no, rest? middle school tryouts are – the seventeenth and twenty fourth. That's so, when that's when you usually flood, right? I mean, we get flooded there. There's a lot of reasons for that too. A lot of kids go to middle schools that don't have programs, right? Uh, or they're very small programs, or they're limited. Yeah. You know, some schools, uh, you know, a like community has such a huge student body, mm-hmm. one team. I mean, there's there's going to be hardly any seventh graders even considered for that team, realistically. Um, so you know, our, our our middle school program is is pretty. It's pretty easy to fill after the the tryouts because of that stuff. You know, so people ask for the Royals. They think we're trying to pick apart high school teams or all that. that that's not even the case. No, we're not. We're, we're completely opposite from that. So what we're trying to do is just continue to give people opportunities to play the game that want to play the game mm-hmm. and then want to compete at a high school level because. You know, I mean, well, and that's the cool thing in baseball. You know, this would probably be a much harder thing to undertake in other sports where it's so physical and, and you know, you're just going for the biggest, strongest athletes. Right. But, you know, you're able to, we're able to get guys that want to be out here, right? Guys that got some talent. Um, and, you know, you get, your, you get your homeschool kids that can, you know, kind of cover any, right. any part of that. Right. Um, and you, you go out and we can compete against, you know, your big public schools because it's baseball. You know, yeah. we're going to play the game and th- these guys are going to be in the right positions. And we can go out there and compete and not, not be embarrassed by these big schools um, simply because of, of, the, of what baseball is, the type of game it is. You know? Yes, for me. So Zach was cut his freshman year from the JV, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't, make the, didn't make it. Came over, pitched for the Royals. Played third, played first, got a lot of got a lot of exposure, a lot of got experience. some varsity games in, got some varsity games in, and you know it, he he got his reps. And then when we stepped on the field in the summer, he was better than if he would have been over on the JV and not playing at all, just standing around in uniform. So, you know, it's again. But the next year, you know, he said, "Dad, I want to be a high school player." Well, I said, "Then go play, high, then go try out again." You know, and you know, fortunately, he made the team and he made the team again this year. But you know, it's it's not like. We're trying to take and, and dismantle a high school program Mm-mm. with the kids. We're not, we're, not, we're not that organization. What we are is just an option for the kids that don't make it mm-hmm. or, 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 or are good enough 
but they're not going to play because there's upperclassmen playing ahead of them and stuff. Yeah, like that. I mean, you could run into a, you know, it's if listen, you're at a public school, there could be a log jam on the middle infield. Exactly, and you could have a couple of decent middle infielders you can't keep that yeah. could play at almost any other school just because hey, we just we it's a, a embarrassment of riches right now. Yeah, and all you're going to do is shag, you know, for a year and not really, you know. Yeah, come play ball if come if, play. You know, there's yeah. no, there's no pressure to stay or go or whatever it is. So they it's can just, they can find information for the Royals on our website, yeah. cbcbaseball.net. On, on cbcbaseball.net if uh, if the, if there's interest in that. And mm-hmm. this may be something that that grows for us, especially with the fields that you know, we may end up with more than, you know, one JV team or whatever as we, as we go down the or road. Or two middle school teams or two middle school teams potentially, but um, yeah, but that's it. You got anything? So oh, I just oh, want to trades real quick. We got to talk about that Mookie Betts trade. Oh boy. <clears throat> Mookie Betts, David Price. That, that's rough wow. for for Red Sox fans. Yeah. They're still good, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're still going to be they're good. good. Dodgers are going to be... Dodgers. Dodgers. They better Dodgers. win. They're going to win the West. The West yeah. isn't the problem. Right. Here's what the, the wild card in that is David Price. If you get David Price and he's right, and you, you throw that into the mix, yeah. you know, in your rotation in the playoffs. So that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's like a cranky cake. thing, right? Like, I mean, these are high-priced arms that, you know, had that short burst of being great and look like they were going to be awesome through their career and have not, right? I mean, Price has not been, has not been like, okay, he's not worth worth the money. Right. The the contract he signed was for what he did before he signed the contract. So everybody's contract. Yeah, as far as what he's getting paid for now, it's, that's not the same player, but. Except for Mikado. Mikado. Yeah. They paid him a lot of money when he didn't have much much time or much behind mm-hmm. him. That, but most people get paid for what they did, Mo- the, not baseball, for what they're projected. See, to and do. that's that's the difference between baseball and football. Football pays you for what you're going to do. Yeah. Baseball pays you for what you did, yeah. which sometimes it bites them in the butt, especially with those guaranteed oh, yeah. contracts. Yeah. But he he still has plus plus stuff. The trick is keeping him healthy so that he can use that in the playoffs. Mm. You know, you can't run him out there for 35 starts. You know, you get him at 20, 22 starts, make sure he's fresh going in the playoffs, and then you've got you've got an ace. You've got an ace. But if, you, if you're expecting him to go and, you know, throw, throw the team on his back and, you know, win you a, a pennant, yeah. you got the wrong guy. Yeah. But then you get the guys that absolutely live up to everything in, uh, in a Scherzer and um, a Verlander. Let's see what Garrett Cole does. Let's see if Garrett Cole lives up to that money. I, I mean, outside of health, there's, <clears throat> there's no reason he shouldn't. Right. You but know, there was no reason that – Price shouldn't either. So, I mean, that's the beauty of the game. You don't know, you know, it's soup to nuts, man. You don't know what you're going to get from year to year. So, but go Dodgers. Go, go Dyers. Yeah. So, um, real quick before we go, I want to just shout out to um, to Matt Tyner, the head coach at Towson, uh, who is my roommate and former Charlotte O, and I've known for over 30 years, um, him and his wife, Laura, and Laura just – they just moved Laura from Baltimore back to uh, back to their hometown and uh, put her in hospice. So it's um, you know they're on the clock and uh, you know Matt's aware of that. Laura, everybody's aware of that. But um, you know it's it's been posted on Facebook in our Charlotte O's group and all of our Charlotte O's group uh, is aware. But you know good people. You know it's funny how uh, the first the first family. That I met outside of going to the ballpark, which was Schilt's parent and Schilt's mom was the first lady I ever met. She just passed this year, and then the first family that I met was Tyner's family because Laura was the um, 
apartment coordinator or whatever when we got in there and you know and we've been we've been friends forever and I've you know I've roomed with Matt for two years and you know watched his journey through many different aspects of the game and now the head coach at, at Towson but he took a leave of absence to go uh to go spend his time with Laura so uh, we're thinking about you and you know um I don't know what else to say about that. There's not much, you know, just words don't just, just you know. We're thinking about you. Yep. Yeah, man, that's it. So, uh, but we appreciate everybody listening to number 80 of the Schaefer Baseball Report, and we'll do this again next week. So, peace out. Peace out.